Hi, I'm Dave Reynolds from Bodlow Racing. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth from Erebus Motorsport. Hi, I'm Michael Caruso from Norton Hornets, and you're listening to Supercars Today. It's V8 Supercar News with Craig Ravel on Supercars Today. What are the roles of V8 Supercars and the teams when it comes to promoting the series? Brand awareness job, but then it's also an activation job. We'll find out today. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. This year in Formula 3, I think, is a fantastic environment for me to be doing that. However, I believe for myself, uh, a sustainable career in tin tops such as Fiat Supercars in Australia is where I see myself. Second crack at this Australian time since we've been back and a bit unlucky the first time that we end up with a win there at Speedway City uh, two weeks ago. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert from Ford Pepsi Max Crew, and you're listening to Supercars Today. James Warburton is the CEO of V8 Supercars, and I asked him if V8 Supercars' job is to help manufacturers sell their products, win on Sunday, sell on Monday. I think our job is to um, bring massive audiences, you know, to um, be exposed to brands. You know, and so the brands automotive and then obviously there's the broader brands you know the the fmcg brands and and the automotive brands that we've got actually got on cars so i think our job is it, it's a media job so it's a brand awareness job but then it's also an activation job so i think if you look at um you know w- what it's doing for a company like volvo look at how deep the marketing integration has been you know now available in takeaway and they've actually embraced the whole concept but then to have you know scotty and robert to have their true colour track walks and the access to fans. I mean, all it's doing is it's opening up an amazing conversation, you know, for a company that's selling 5,000 vehicles. Well, 2 million people are walking through the back of the paddock and having exposure. And, you know, they've, they've obviously activated with, you know, their, um, their 60, you know, sort of pace cars and race cars and show cars and all those types of things. And so that's what we're about, you know, whether it's HSV, you know, or Ford or Nissan or, you know, Erebus or, you know, any manufacturer. These are massive events. You know, the Bathurst event is the largest regional event in Australia. You know, the Gold Coast race is the largest annual Queensland event. So whether we're in Tassie or whether we're in Darwin or, you know, wherever we are, you know, this this platform is an incredible platform, let alone the media numbers, um, you know, which are going to increase as we head into a you know much deeper and broader relationship um, from digital and newspaper points of view as well. Each week, find out what the men behind the V8 News know and what the drivers and teams are going to do next. It's interviews and opinions on Inside Supercars. Uh, When we all amalgamated, if you like, um, into V8 Supercars, I still felt um, that we still had a, a teams versus a mothership, meaning V8 Supercars. Tune in for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. Hi, I'm James Moffat from the Norton Hornets and you're listening to Supercars Today. Tim Sindrick is the president of Team Penske, which will be fielding one car for Marcus Ambrose next season under the DJR Team Penske banner. And I asked Tim Sendrick if he sees how his team does business will markedly change the way racing is done in V8 supercars from 2015 on. Well, I think that the success of of the supercar series is much more important to us than our individual success. Because we're confident that we can be a successful racing team 
but we can be the the most successful racing team in a series that that is very successful and and we'll continue to increase our business and we'll continue to to grow if the series isn't successful it doesn't matter what our success is so i I think the the most important thing that competitors always have to remember is the series has to be the most successful one and then the team should come after that and i feel like the changes that that are being made and the environment that's happening here although it's i'm a, a very nostalgic racer myself i mean i grew up around it and if if as a fan if i could sit there and say hey this is just holden versus ford and it become a very tribal situation the emotions that are involved in that are, are much stronger because there's only two choices and if you everybody wants to wind back the clock but yet the world ha- hasn't stopped you know the world's evolving these brands are world brands they're not local brands anymore the sponsors are worldly um the series when when you look at penske coming to an australian series it shows that this this is a world series. This isn't just an Australian niche situation. And uh, I think bringing the other manufacturers in, as there's opportunities to do so in the right way. I know when Nissan came in way back, um, you know, there, there there were those that just loved to cheer against, and it was it was a thing that almost united the Ford and the Holden fans. Was, was hey, where who are these guys? And that that's gone now. You know, the, the world is, is a much smaller place. And, you know, hopefully they accept us in the right ways and hopefully we can bring something to the series and give back. Well, that wraps up the year here on Supercars Today. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Inside Motorsport and Inside Supercars return next week. I hope you can join me then for more. Tune in next time for more on Supercars Today. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Supercars Today. Supercars Today.